0: Hey there, listeners. As you've noticed from the title, it's a late episode. This is the E3 Afterthoughts, and we thought that even though it's late, we wanted to post it anyways. But we will have new content next week. Thank you. Hope you enjoy. You're listening to Modern Retrospect, Retro Hits and Modern Bits. I'm Joseph.
1: And I'm Yovan. This week we're doing a follow-up on E3 from Microsoft and Nintendo. We're going to take a look at what's announced and give our opinion and thoughts and see what we got wrong
0: or right last week. And we also get to see who owes each other's lunch. If you like what you've been listening to so far, subscribe, rate us, or leave us a message if you're feeling extra generous.
1: Alright, Joseph. So. E3 has, or um, we're, we're technically in the middle of E3 still, right? Um, companies are still showing off their games. Well, uh,
0: funny enough, I think actually today might have been the last little hurrah, I think, for uh, whoever's left. Microsoft, um,
1: Microsoft had their uh, extended presentation.
0: Yeah, but I don't think anything else is happening after that. I think they actually, um, it's kind of funny, they announced their extended presentation about... Uh, I would say maybe on Tuesday when Nintendo had theirs. So I think they kind of snuck it in there because many people thought the end was going to be like at least the 16th for like the award show. I forget if the award show happened on the 15th. Um, But yeah, Microsoft snuck in a little more to basically have the little last hurrah at the end of E3. So I don't think there's anything else actually anymore. I think we're actually officially done.
1: Yeah, you know, overall, I thought it was kind of like a, Sort of like a weird E three compared to other years, you know? Sony was missing. Everybody's still kinda trying to get a little you know, their bearings a little bit from last year and it it was good to have E3 back, yet it just felt a little off. Especially without Sony there.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, but technically Sony's not necessarily been at E three a few times. They still kind of were relatively close. They had a somewhat of a presence. And I think it's just because some of the other companies also had a not so big of showings this year either. So it's kind of strange that Microsoft and Nintendo were the two ones out. And I feel... I feel that it's just, um... I'm a little on the fence about it all. Like, I enjoyed Microsoft and Nintendo, yet... I don't know, I feel like there was a lack of oomph, if you know what I mean. Like, there there was just something missing. Um, I, I just felt like there... I expected, if, if you listen to the last episode... I expected Microsoft and Nintendo to be like home runs, like to hit the ground running and just be like like bombarding people with wowzers. They both had good presentations. I just did it was just
1: missing that extra wow factor and excitement I normally get. That they were just you know, there was a lot of single and doubles, but not, not a whole bunch of, like, bam, wow, bam, wow, like, like oh, my God, like, Joseph, did you see that? Oh, my God, like, you know, just a lot of, like, oh, okay, oh, cool, that's cool, you know, just, it, it was good, it, it's just, I don't know, I guess I figure since developers have not shown a whole, or, you know, or, or these uh, publishers have not shown a lot of games, especially because of Corona, uh, that they were going to come out swinging and just let everything out of the bag, but, uh, you know, but. Uh, so, you know, there's there's two there's two sides to this Microsoft and Nintendo thing. And Microsoft actually I thought that they had a really nice string of games. Like their yeah. presentation, you know what I liked about the presentation? It was the the guy came out and he's basically like, "Hey, yo, so we're going to show you games. You know, hope you like it." And then bam bam well, that, bam, bam, exactly bam bam bam. Exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say I liked how it was just yeah, just after like that was just
0: trailer after trailer after trailer. I'm like, that's yeah. what I'm here for.
1: Exactly. And then somebody would come out. I'm like, <clears> oh, great. Here's a token talking head. But they're like, yeah, you guys having fun? Okay. Bam, 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 bam. Now, unfortunately, a whole lot of those bams were 2022. And some of them were even yes. 2023. So, it was kind of like a mirage. Like, oh, my God, look at all these games. Oh, well, now, let me go back to playing... Um, you know uh i don't know uh, some xbox one enhanced game or something so they they had a lot of cool stuff but they, they 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 did that whole sony playbook of like look at all the things we have coming mm-hmm. 2022 2023 2024 you know you know coming in the near future like it's like okay awesome like once you kind of get down to the you know to the real meat and potatoes you're like wow gosh you didn't really Show me a whole lot of stuff for 2021, like you know. I'm excited that you you announced all that stuff. It's just it's, I can't play it anytime soon, and you know. And and I actually think Nintendo had, I'm sorry, Microsoft had more like game after game after game after game after game after. They had more to like, show for sure. Yeah, yeah. But but that's kind of unfair because if Nintendo said okay, well we're going to show you our stuff from 2022 and 2023, I'm sure their e- their direct would have been just as equally like. You know, bam, 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 bam. But they stuck to more 2021. And in that sense, while maybe not as exciting in some ways, um, it's more, you know, concrete, more, you know, something that you're actually going to be able to get your hands on this year and play. So, you know, and, and you know, we both know Nintendo just because they didn't announce or they didn't kind of give a whole bunch of wow moments. Mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that in a month they're going to say, hey, another Direct coming. Or That's true. Or closer um, to the, d- yeah, closer to holiday. I did holiday. Feel a lot of
0: people said there were uh, certain things that were missing that Nintendo yeah. even said, like, oh, don't worry, like, like you know, stay tuned. Like, you know, we'll have more to share on these things, like, later. And it, it is easier for Nintendo to pull that off just for the reason that they have their normal at doing Nintendo Directs and Nintendo Direct Minis and Nintendo Direct Partner Showcases I mean, it's yeah. normal for them now, so people expect a uh, continuous uh, amount of content. Th- that's why the whole, um, before, especially, you know, the whole Sony 1E3, like,
1: Sony, you know, demolished Microsoft, They 1E3, well, yeah, Sony sh- would show, you know, they show Spider-Man, like, four years in a row, you know, <laughs> right, <laughs> like... They, they, they have a tendency of announcing games like three, four years before they even come out. So, yeah, I mean, if you want to make a list of games that are going to come out from now up to four years in the future. Yeah, you could win each three, get people super excited. But then these people are like, do they even realize they're not going to get to play the game until four years from now?
0: One thing I have noticed, at least with Sony, is while they do lately these days announce some games that take a while before they come out, they have been a bit better. At only showing off a lot of a game when it has a closer release date now.
1: No, it, it seems like Microsoft kind of jumped on the on their kind of playbook of like, let's imp- let's put our a list together. This really badass, but you ain't touching anytime soon. You ain't gonna play this anytime soon. At least not a lot of these. But you know, okay, well, let's get down. To the games, to right? The let's, let's talk about yeah. it. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's let's focus on Microsoft since, or uh, well, at least first, since they're the ones that um, had the first uh, presentation. When was it? Was it Sunday? I think it, it was, was um, Sunday. Right? It was Sunday, yeah. Sunday was, was the Sunday? first yeah. one, I guess you could say. No, I generally do enjoy Microsoft's presentation. I think their presentations are pretty slick. They're pretty cool. They, they've learned a lot. You know, I, I would say that these companies have learned a lot from Nintendo. Microsoft, if you look at the presentation from a couple years ago, there is slow plotting, mm. just a lot of talking heads, a lot of, yeah. a lot of filler BS. And I think both Sony and Nintendo have, re- I'm sorry, both Sony and Microsoft have really learned a lot from Nintendo about pacing and, you know, just keep it moving. Even Nintendo has learned. Remember, um, directs from a couple years ago, they would take. 10 15 minutes to talk about a game. Um, Xenoblade Mm. 2 comes to mind where they like spent like 10 minutes, you know, and people were like, Oh, this is boring. Like, the direct is 30 minutes and you just spent 10 minutes talking about one game. So, Nintendo, if you look at their most recent directs, they're just really fast paced and down to the point. And if they're gonna um elaborate on a game is usually like the smash thing where they talk about the move set at a later time or, or they do of their, their wonderful
0: titles that's been worked on in a while like it's basically one that requires more attention
1: yeah and even then it's not that much or you know are there wonderful treehouse things with Mic- uh, uh, microsoft has kind of taken a page from their extended um, preview today that felt very much treehouse kind of you know and, um, you know, the guy who was talking, um, I don't remember his name, but he, he, was, he was really good. I, I like him. Um, but let's get to the games. And I think the Microsoft one actually started with a Big Bang, a game that mm-hmm. looks really... Re- I, I actually thought it was their most impressive. Well, in contention for one of the most impressive games. Um, and definitely kind of a different look from this company than uh, their uh, previous games. Uh, oh, definitely. Um, starfield oh starfield yeah i mean, just that was such
0: a that was announced i think uh what was it two years ago
1: and it's a microsoft exclusive mm-hmm.
0: which actually uh funny enough the um bethesda uh ceo actually apologized to sony fans and like i'm sorry he's like you know it's one of those things like when you're with a company you know there are some big games that are just going to be releasing straight up on that um because yeah. obviously when you think about bethesda has made some of the most um it is made. It has a lot of memorable franchises, huge franchises, especially the Elder Scrolls has captivated a lot, a lot of people. So for Starfield to be like that, they call it almost like Elder Scrolls in space, and they describe it as almost like a Han Solo simulator. It looks like it's very cutting edge. And I thought it was a bit pretentious when they said one of the most anticipated games of all time, and or of like this year or whatever. And first I was like, wait, what? And I'm like, well, I barely heard about it. But then I realized, like, no, you actually look at the polls, and you actually look at what people have been really wanting. And yeah, people really wanted to see more Starfield. I do feel what they yeah. showed was very little. Which yeah, kind of made me it, a little sad. Like yeah, a little it was more
1: kind of cinematics. But uh, but it looked really good. I mean, what they showed... And I'm okay with that. I mean, if next time they show the game, they still show kind of the you know the brief cinematics. Then yeah, it'll bother me. But I don't have a problem with it. I, I think it was effective. I think that... You know, I had no idea what Starfield was or what it was going to be about. And I, what I saw got me really excited. It's, it's yeah, kind very different. grounded.
0: It's very grounded. Yes. But it's yet ve- it's going to be, they said, very, very sci-fi. So yeah, and you know what? really intrigued by that. So
1: Yeah. And I mean, come on, Sony fans, they know what's up. They have a bunch of <laughs> exclusives themselves. Um, Sony is notorious for not playing nice with other, you know, no, you cannot cross play with, you know, we want to make sure we deliver our fans a great experience by keeping them away from you. Filthy, you know, cross players. So like, that sounds weird, but well, them, I mean, know,
0: Mike, they've slowly, slowly. Yeah. Because, they it's they've got forever.
1: a, It's, they're a business. They got a lot of shit for their stupid policies and they're like, and they're like, you know what? No, we're cool, too. We're going to let you guys cry. We're just kidding. You know, come on now. Like, yeah, I mean, they don't have a great history with playing nice. Right. So, you know, Microsoft, I I don't I'm not a big fan of buying other companies and not letting everybody play. Right. But it is what it is. Um, Microsoft opened the, the bank and they needed exclusives desperately. Yeah. Right. And this was the fastest way, like in typical yeah, Microsoft d- 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 fashion, find, do buy what you need. Yeah.
0: <laughs> do I find what's hilarious is you have like people who are doing that thing? As I, said, I I've, sometimes I find the Sony and Microsoft little back and forth kind of funny, where you know uh, Sony like or probably Sony fans like to make fun of Microsoft, saying, "Look, Microsoft's got no games." They love to say that microsoft just got no games because they don't have any exclusives or that many. And then and then you have this big game, Starfield's like, hey, we're Microsoft exclu- or Xbox exclusive." They're like, wait, what? How dare you? And I'm like, w- but you just said we don't have any games. And I, I think that's pretty funny. Um, that's yeah. a funny contrast right there. But as I said, it's just, it, I mean, it looks good. It looks really good. I'm actually very intrigued. I just wish I could have seen more.
1: One thing that uh, I remember you and I uh, talked about last week was um, we really talked about how game pass was just so amazing Mm -hmm. uh and i think this microsoft e3 did nothing but hammer that point home like what was like 27 of whatever game i mean literally almost every game they announced whether it's coming out this year or not (laughs) most of them not they're all gonna come up you know it, it stings less like it takes away some of the sting of like damn it i'm not gonna get to play this until next year most of these but that's okay because when i do get to play them I don't have to buy them. I could just, you know, play them on Game Pass.
0: I lo- They were hammering that point the entire presentation. Day one, Xbox Game Pass. Day one.
1: I think we nailed that part of our kind of
0: prediction episode.
1: And I'm so glad that they're doubling down on Game Pass. I mean, how amazing is it you and I or anybody is going to be able to play Starfield from day one on Game Pass? Really, most of the games they announced there is just Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass. Game Pass. So yeah, and
0: a lot of them, that- I have to say, a lot of them, even though there were some quick ones that they showed... There were, as I said, while some were not, like, what they call, like, uh, as I said, those big, you know, hits that I wanted to see, like, I was really hoping for, um, I do say it, in all essence, they were great-looking games, like, you have, there was one game I was interested in called Somerville, and I liked the aesthetic, it reminded me of, um, Inside, but it looked very sci-fi, um, and what, like, was going on around, I love how it started off very, like, playing it, the way the character is with his family he's like running around with his his uh i guess say his wife and daughter and then all this crazy stuff starts happening and it almost looks like there's an alien invasion that happened and it just it, it struck me as i really liked the the feeling of it and then you had like a plague tale a sequel to a plague tale and i know you talked about how you were playing that yeah i was, was uh, pretty innocence plague tales that, and innocence that that came past.
1: out of nowhere for me and i was really hyped because you know the, the original game it wasn't like my game of the year you know kind of thing but i thought it was pretty good and to see that that studio which is obviously really talented is getting an, uh, to do a sequel within that world their art mm-hmm. direction is just amazing so
0: it looks it looked and it said in game i was like this was very impressive to
1: to the elephant in the room here right halo infinite which ah, you dink yeah.
0: okay so this to me was actually the was one of the biggest disappointments i actually felt i wanted to see way more starfield but at least it was a taste of something i was disappointed that they didn't show up but halo infinite for me was quite a bit disappointing and that's coming from someone who's not the biggest halo fan and it's just for me because they showed off a single player segment where he's like jumping around this area, and he's talking to this—I guess you could call it, like a counterpart, a, a Cortana co- copycat—and she even says that she's like was designed to be that way, but she like something's weird. Like why she wasn't programmed? It's it's a cool idea. I like how she's a much more like stoic, you know, less uh, a less flirtatious kind of Cortana. I guess you could say it's kind of like you know. I, I didn't like. I didn't like her.
1: I didn't I like actually, her no, at all. I liked it. Her only faces for the that reason. she was making were kind of <clears throat> stupid.
0: I'm like, Dude, no. I actually, Cortana? I actually Why saw that. We... No, I actually, I actually thought they were very human. But I'm guessing it's the idea that you're trying to find out what happened to Cortana. And don't get me wrong, it's another one of those. Oh, we're gonna try something new, and to try something new, we're gonna create a mystery. And I, I'll give you this: the exposition for her is actually a cool idea. I didn't mind her at all for the reason that I do feel it's an interesting play on the narrative. But the thing that disappointed me is that is literally all you got. Literally, like, the conversation with her, him jumping around these vehicles in, in, in space, you know, all these dead bodies or whatever, and, and uh, them talking, and it was properly epic feeling, but that was it. And I felt like like, okay, a whole year has passed by since they delayed it. Pardon me, almost a whole year has passed by since they delayed it. And that is all we're getting of the single player? And then they showed off like a trailer for multiplayer, which to me, you know, as I said, I'm not a big Halo guy. So multiplayer for Halo. Uh, this might, you know, sound be like, oh, my God, you're that's not actually excited about Halo multiplayer. That's actually
1: what disappointed me the most. The, that trailer for the multiplayer. Yeah, it looks kind of nuts. But you could tell you could tell that it just does not look like Bungie Halo. It looks more like their, uh what's the name of the studio? Three, four, three. It looks like three, four, three multiplayer. Now, people are like, "Duh, no, no kidding, right? They're the ones that developed." Yeah, but 343 Halo multiplayer is kind of like Call of Duty fast action bullshit, man. It's not it's not Halo, though. It's just you could tell it's just not Halo. It's not Halo. Like, I'm sorry. I, you know, I I've been playing Halo since the original. It's not Halo. You could just tell it's not Halo. And even the single player graphics, they've updated them, but they kind of lost some of that um remember I told you I kind of like the 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 original trailer looked like more like kind of Halo from mm. the the earlier games. Now it just looks like Halo
0: from three four three, like. <laughs> well, I like, would say the art style though still very much looks Halo three though. His no, arms, still yeah, looks I, Halo I, three I, like. It's it's hard to explain.
1: Like yes, uh, outwardly it looks like Halo, but take it from me, there's just something off. It's just like. You know, it's like the new Kermit voice you hear the new Kermit voice oh yeah that, that sounds like Kermit of course but if you if you're a fan of uh, Jim Henson's Kermit you know that there's something off there's just I love how, something I love how
0: off. that you've used that example again
1: <laughs> and you're like I'm gonna use the Kermit again i've been i've been I've been waiting for them but yeah I mean look there's not a whole lot to talk about because you know the Bolton They didn't looks show nuts. off a lot yeah they didn't show off a lot yeah you're right and and what they did was like uh, you know and, the multiplayer kind of looks off. I mean, it's it's insane what they're doing. I might pl- I might play just because it, it looks nuts what they're
0: doing. And hey, day one, right? Halo. So why not? Yeah. So day one on Game Pass. And and yes, you're kind of right. I feel like you and I still need to go through our little Halo, uh, five thing that we plan to do. But I am kind of. I it's funny. I'm excited to see how Halo and Fit turns out because it is new. Okay, I'm very I'm very big on I'm um, being interested in very new things. I'm just, as I said, part of me was hoping to be more interested from this presentation. And so far, it hasn't really grabbed me. Yeah. Um, I'm just hoping that they show off because it's supposed to come out this holiday. I'm hoping they show off a good chunk of it before then. They're going to have to, like really. I think so.
1: Starfield really kind of ate its lunch, even though <laughs> it didn't show a lot. And mm-hmm. But the weird thing about Halo Infinite is that while I wasn't really impressed, it's one of the few games that's actually coming out this year. So, you know, it's got that going for it.
0: Yeah, oddly enough, I was more excited seeing Sea of Thieves, A Pirate's Life. Oh, that looks cool. Look it, because, cool, yeah. don't, don't get me wrong, I I don't know who's doing Captain Jack Sparrow's voice. But he's doing a damn good job of it. Most of the time, it's usually been James Arnold Taylor. Believe it or not, the voice of Ratchet in Ratchet & Clank. He's been doing uh, Jack Sparrow for like the video games like Kingdom Hearts um but i'm actually like i don't know if it is him but whoever is doing it is doing a great job and the whole story that they have like an original story i mean it's just perfect it actually suits the whole um pirates of the caribbean thing perfectly i was like this is a no-brainer i'm glad they did it so and as someone who's not played sea of thieves it looked very entertaining no it looked it looked cool i like it. it it gave me uh, Disney
1: Infinity is that the yeah name?
0: Disney In- Infinite
1: Disney Infinite, Infinite. Or Infinity yeah, I, I forget yeah yeah something like that I I forgot what it's called but um they also showed off a uh, uh, Stalker Two I don't have a lot to say about Stalker Two well actually it, it looked, looked kind of cool
0: I would but, say that game actually kind of grabbed me for the reason of uh, the atmosphere and the way the gameplay looked it, as it I actually said looked, it. It looked mm-hmm. very, very well done already. Like it I actually looked thought already it was like a, it was very um a metro very, game.
1: I thought yeah, it was isn't a metro it by game. the?
0: Isn't it by a, the same publisher? I, I don't
1: know, but it, at first I thought it was Metro. It has the same uh, vibe. I mean, it looks pretty good. It looks pretty good. Um, I, you know, Psychonauts Two looks kind of cool. Looks. I've been know.
0: waiting forward to that. We've known about it for a while, so seeing more of it was nice. They showed off actually yeah. a bit more. During the extended showcase, which I appreciated a lot. I actually am really looking forward to that game. It
1: looked pretty cool. I have the first one downloaded on my Xbox, so I'm going to play that one. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm a little bit indifferent, but for those that like Psychonauts, I'm really excited for them. Um, looks Looks pretty cool. I like the sandy nature. I saw the interview with the creator, and, and you know, he's... um. He was going really inside baseball with the story. And I'm like, dude, I don't oh, know how yeah. you're getting that from the story. But it was pretty cool. Um, no, you know, the, the another game that I, I felt kind of stole the show a little bit besides Starfield was Forza Horizon 5. That game looked oh, yeah. gorgeous, they, man. They
0: spent a lot of time talking about that game. And in my opinion, it deserved well, it. Why deserved wouldn't they? It looked stunning. I'd say for the showcase, that game was a technical achievement. Like, them showing off how beautiful and what they've done. And I'm not big into card games, but that looked really good. And you know what I like about that team? Look, I'm not the... How can I say this?
1: Okay, I'm going to say this. I'm not the biggest Forza Horizon fan. But that doesn't mean it's that I don't like the series. It just means I'm not a big racing guy. But every time I do try the games, they're just absolutely drop-dead gorgeous. And what I like about them is that they pick different locations. You know, I think the, the last one was in England or in Europe. This one's in Mexico. You know, um, I mean, how many uh, racing games take place in Mexico? Not a whole lot, right? And and these
0: these guys are passionate and they pick a location. Yeah. And and they didn't do it like
1: it didn't look like it was kind of cliche Mexico. Like, oh, Day of the Dead, you know, like, like, you know, the whole bullshit people like this is Mexico. So let's go cliche, right? Like, no, it's just they showed off, you know, kind of the locales and they look absolutely stunning. Um, So it, it looks really good. I'm gonna. I mean, look, Game Pass, right? I'm not a big I know, racing fan. Right?
0: I, I would. Hey, if you if you and I, I want to like take a spin, why not? Right? Yeah, wouldn't that be a, fun? And that's,
1: and that's my point. I would never fucking buy this game ever. Not because it's not a good game. It's just I don't. I, I'm not a big racing guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but in Game Pass, <laughs> why not? Right? Let's play yeah. it. I could knows? try because
0: we might have a we might have a bit of fun actually r- racing around. A couple uh, of uh, days. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm
1: not right? saying I'm not saying I'm gonna be miserable. It's just you know I just. I know I'm going to have fun with this game. I just normally wouldn't buy it. But Game Pass makes it the perfect. I mean, it's just great. I mean, guys, just know that I'm going to, you know, kiss Game Pass ass throughout the whole podcast. Because that is uh, the best deal in gaming, bar none. Especially with everything they announced, right? Now, Joseph... Let's kind of rapid fire through some of these. um,
0: Oh, well, I can rapid fire through at least two of them real quick.
1: Yeah, but before, let me give this one, right? I don't have Mm -hmm. a whole lot to say about this one. um, Other than it probably had the best trailer a lot mm. the outer oh, worlds yes. 2 tongue-in-cheek was just <laughs> hilarious God best damn trailer. that
0: trailer was great that trailer was great I, yeah. I i love it when everything that we've talked about, about what we want to see what we want to see more of what we this what we're disappointed on they took that whole concept and they ran with it like yeah. That the, was a genius. The, their trailer. trailer
1: was better than Halo's trailer. I'm just gonna say it. It was hilarious. I know. It's. I know. It it, me. It
0: made me. It, it made me laugh. But... And you know what? And you know what? Now I'm interested to see what they pull out. I am very yeah. interested now, just because of that trailer. Yeah. So you know, uh, Redfall
1: was pretty cool too. I thought that was nice. Another game that kind of takes place in Mexico, vampires, Mexico, blah blah. Looks. I pretty I good.
0: really liked the aesthetic. I was. I felt though that it was not the right one to end. The uh, the showcase with because it was, it was just a, a large CGI cinematic movie, didn't really show gameplay. Yeah, I mean so. I'm all for Eidos Montreal. I love Eidos Montreal. They've made Do Sex Games, Dishonored games, and this is the team from Dishonored, so I know it's going to be something pretty special. Because I said those guys are really good, and I like the concept. It's just I really felt it should have been like not the end because it was just a CGI trailer, and that's that was a little, you know. Now now uh, quickly. Getting into two ones I want to touch upon. Atomic Heart, I don't know if you've heard about it, um, but that's actually a game that's been developing for a long time, Um, and it actually has had super Bioshock vibes for the longest time. It looks so weird and cool. Um, It's hard to describe what it is, but it's almost like... um, It's almost like pseudo-1950s technological age, like, craziness. And it's just, and the art style is great, it looks great. I'm actually really excited about it. I'm just kind of sad it's, we don't even know, I think it was 2022 again. And one of the big ones, oddly enough, it being the least graphical-looking one, I so wanted to play, and that was replaced. That game looks great. I love me a good pixel smooth pixel art beautiful game that game looks interesting very very interesting and then last but not least the thing they showed off in the microsoft uh showcase the extended was just some developer talks of a uh, hellblade along with kind of a behind the scenes at the second game which i actually thought in the last episode that it was going to have a huge trailer and a big presence but i guess that they're doing a lot of work and i have to say i was impressed that they talked about going to iceland they're you know photographing the whole place kind of like you know the things that companies do and they want really detailed stuff they're making clothing to scan in and even the actress is like been training for two years in combat and the animators themselves had to train in combat for the the, the uh the action that they're they want to have in the game to be more like brutal or visceral and stuff and i have to say they're going all out with that new funding from Microsoft. And I just think that at least, despite not seeing much from it, just a couple snippets um, is actually very impressive.
1: Yeah. And I agree. It's kind of looking at the whole E3 Microsoft show. What do you think? What, 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 are, what are your thoughts? I mean,
0: I have mixed thoughts myself, but I'll, I'll let you give your opinion first before I kind of close it off. Oddly enough, I'd say watching the presentation, I thought it was good. There were a couple things in there that I thought were like, wow, that looks very exciting. But then the constant 2022 was a bit of a hmm but then it might be also a blessing for the fact that literally there's almost a game every single month this year whether you're a sony person Nintendo person microsoft person so part of me is like maybe it's good that they were in 2022 but overall i thought it was good i felt they could have done better in regards to a couple of titles And I did feel that after the the presentation, when they actually had a showcase or a little montage during the Microsoft Extended of all their Game Pass stuff coming out, of games that are coming out now, and games coming out later, I thought that made me more excited, and I felt they should have shown that off at their presentation to at least, you know, finish it all out. So, I kind of was, as I said, it was good. I wasn't blown away yet. There are games there that I'm sure will blow me away later. And that's the funny thing. So I felt Microsoft did good. I was just hoping, as I said, for a home run from them. But it was good. What grade would you give them? I'd give them a 7. Because I would give it an 8, but I was kind of disappointed on a couple of decisions they did, so I'd give it a 7. It's kind of funny I'm critiquing them. And even though while some of the stuff they showed off are probably very impressive and the day one pass is great, I just... I don't know, I felt like I felt like 2019's E3 was bombshell compared to this one. They were on all guns blazing in 2019. So I did kind of feel like 7, I'd give it a 7 this year.
1: Yeah, while watching it, I had a, wow, this is cool. But yet at the same time, wow, I'm kind of underwhelmed. Uh, so, you know, I had mixed feelings throughout the whole thing. And even afterwards, I had mixed feelings. A lot of cool stuff with a lot of like, mm, it could have been better. But, you know, after reflecting on it and especially right now talking to you about it, I think the fact that, you know, obviously the 2022 and 2023, that that stuff sucks, man. That's why I was really bummed about the show, even though there was a lot of cool stuff announced. They were doing the whole Sony thing. But the difference between them and Sony is that this stuff is going to come to Game Pass. So yeah, that's true. just right there, the fact that this stuff is coming to Game Pass, eh, you know, it takes off the sting and I'm going to give it an eight. Right. Hmm. Uh, because you know the whole Game Pass thing. If it wasn't because of Game Pass, so definitely. Unusually like
0: generous of you, Yvonne.
1: Well, you know, I'm in a generous mood. Um, <laughs> but yeah, solid show. Could have used more 2021 stuff, but solid overall. Let's talk about Nintendo, right? Mm. So they started off, I think, quite predictively because uh, were before Smash Brother uh, character announcements w- were at the at the end, Nintendo has kind of settled on putting them at the beginning of almost all their directs.
0: Very so much so. Start, I suspected right? Super Smash Bros. from the beginning. Yeah, uh,
1: same same here. And I actually thought this trailer was, you know, really really cool because I'm not a fan of the character, right? Uh, well, uh, so
0: I, I actually, I'm not, Mishima, if I'm Mishima hoping I'm right from Tekken. Right. yeah, from Tekken, yeah, I didn't, I don't get me wrong, I did not see that coming, I'll give him that, did not I, see that. coming I didn't coming either, at look, at least it's not a sword character, cause fuck sword characters at this point,
1: but, yeah, I'm not the biggest Tekken fan, but, you know, he's cool, um, I know is a big fighting, um, you know, fighting game fan, he used to play fighting games all the time before, um, I'm sure this is one of the, his, you know, cause I think I heard before that there's characters that Nintendo picks and then there's characters that he picks. I'm sure this is one of his picks. Uh, I'm sure Banjo was a
0: Nintendo America pick. Well, yeah, it, it uh, kind of reminds but, me of a Terry Bogart. That was probably like, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I actually was really way more excited in. for
1: that because I grew up
0: yeah, with, yeah, I love how fighters. he got into the history of it all. It was, you can tell this guy loves his history. Oh yeah, so. absolutely
1: does love it. Yeah. And you know, that trailer with him, like just. Throwing all the Smash characters over that cliff, and was then Min Min. Oh, that, morbid, that was but awesome!
0: But it was funny. I love the Min Min bit. That was just funny. Yeah, and yeah. He that Tried was, to throw was Min great. Min off. I was like, oh, that's perfect.
1: Uh, or his, uh, or Kirby throwing Kirby off, and we all expected yeah, Kirby end, to come back. I, yeah,
0: uh, people actually say that uh, because he made so many Kirby games, he's got a purposeful a soft spot for Kirby kind of like how oh, Kirby sure. survived the whole annihilation I mean annihilation. Yeah, he, yeah and i love so, how he's the only one that survived the drop and the guys looking down like wait why didn't i hear a splash yeah so you know uh
1: weirdly enough there's not a whole lot to say here because they showed up some of the moves and you know i'm sure they're but very we know we're going to get we know we're going to get yeah like, they're uh, very faithful to his move set like, and the character yeah. now um you know we just got to wait for the actual kind of mini direct that's based on this character and smash brothers to know more information but i you know i felt i I felt about this character the same way i felt about the microsoft presentation i was excited but yet a little (laughs) underwhelmed so but you know um it just kind of bolsters smash brothers um legacy of whoever you are you know if you're worth any kind of anything you need to be in this game because this game is the hall of fame of video games right now you know it is you you could almost see the characters fighting each other to try to get in this game because this is where the elite of the elite of the elite come. Now this roster is uncanny, unmatched. I mean, even if you're yeah, not there's a Nintendo no other fan, game like it with it. Yeah, if no even if you're not a Nintendo fan, you're not a um, a fighting game fan, a Smash Brothers fan. You have to bow down to this roster. It's just absolutely epic yeah, if i elite. if i
0: were if you were to show anyone like during maybe the brawl era because i know they started doing some really weird things uh i mean technically they went pretty big on the idea of even adding in snake during the snake brawl was era. huge snake it was snake a huge and deal. sonic yeah we like mind-blowing right and look at where we are now yeah I thought it was funny that a lot of people said though that even if you saw the roster for ultimate like ultimate ad not ultimate pardon me the uh, wii u and 3ds1 like, you had Cloud, and you had Bayonetta. Yeah, so, I mean, it was... If you saw any of those characters, or saw a roster, a uh, leaked roster of, like, the Wii U version, I already would be like... It's <laughs> an April different. Fool's joke. You would have thought it was an April Fool's joke. Completely. And and now we're getting, like, like we have, like, what was We have Terry Bogart, we got Ryu, we got uh, this guy now, Mishima, uh, and, and who yeah, else is There's, there's the guy another from, particular The guy fighter. from Final Fantasy. Uh, oh, there's Ken. Sifaran, Ken's in there.
1: Sephiroth, yeah. Oh, Sephiroth. Oh, I well, I, see, well, I, I mean, see, as I in, like, see. fighter games.
0: Like, they have actually, like, so many characters from other fighter yeah. games now. And that's... that's yeah, no, it's really cool. Most, it really um, is. You
1: know, something else so. that was really cool that came back. Um, it's a beloved series. Um, and it has a, a legacy in handhelds. Uh, WarioWare. It's called Get It Together, which I think the name is really clever. Because um, it's the first game in the, in the series, I think, that has cooperative play. I, I could be wrong. But um,
0: it, it's at least... The first one that really emphasizes. It looks fun though. I mean, I'm not. I've never played any Warrior Wear, but it does look actually really entertaining.
1: You know, one thing that st- stood out to me about this Nintendo Direct is that there was a lot of stuff that was really cool, but a lot of stuff that got announced um, in like other publisher presentations. You know, so like, yeah, I'm gonna kind of rapid fire a few, right? So like, Life is Strange. Oh, that's really cool. Now yeah, that got announced. On, on another presentation
0: yeah and it's like the remastered and the true colors yeah it's just really cool. yeah so i'm like oh that's cool there's
1: a bunch of stuff like that that's like oh coming in sweet i'm like oh like you know the the doom dlc oh that's really cool oh well that's already out on other platforms right yeah like yeah well, oh, finally coming like oh that's really cool <laughs> oh well that got announced at an- another presentation okay well okay cool like I, they could have they could have on those other presentations. They could have said coming to switch Xbox and PS5, and they could have left it out of this direct and put other stuff they we want to see, right?
0: Yeah, I, I would say there was there was one though that actually got people a little salty, um, and that it was because they found out later. Um, so Square Enix showed off Gardens of the Galaxy, which I actually really liked. Um, it was by Idris Montreal. Uh, they showed it off at the Square Enix one. And then, it, then here, they were kind of like, oh, hey, it's also coming to Switch. And I'm like, really? But then they didn't but say see, in the presentation okay. that it's actually so the the, the Square version. Enix one. I'm like, ah. Oh, Why know, couldn't they okay. just have said
1: in the Square Enix presentation that the Square Enix presentation had a whole thing about Life is Strange. A whole thing. They couldn't have said coming and to Switch.
0: And the whole thing on Guardians of Galaxy. And then,
1: no, but because Nintendo wanted to add it in their direct, they, they could have used that time for other games that they didn't announce. Yeah, but... It just felt like deja vu and some of these games.
0: Oh, brief, yeah, brief mention, though, I will say while I was underwhelmed mostly by Square Enix presentation, I would say that I was happy that they had long showcases on some of their games. It was nice to see some in-depth on some of the games.
1: For sure. And and th- another thing I thought about the Nintendo one is that they were showing off games that they had already, they had already announced and they didn't show a whole lot new, like, Mario golf really cool, but they already showed it. Cruise cruising blast pretty cool, but kind of already showed it. You know, Shinna, uh Megami Tensei Five. They actually showed a lot new, not a lot of new stuff there.
0: Yeah, that actually for me, I knew was a big deal. Yeah. Um, you can tell they lingered on it for a bit. Um, with the long trailer, because I mean that game has been announced forever ago, and so now it's actually finally like getting appropriate. We've had teasers in the past. I'd say I do enjoy what it looks like. I don't know if I'm a bit. I'm not a fan of the series. I am happy the fact though that for the people who do enjoy it, it was a big trailer and actually showing them what yeah. they're getting. And... Oh yeah.
1: Well, okay. Well, let's well let's talk a let's talk about that. I'm a fan of the series too. So I have like four games on the on the 3ds. Have I finished them on? No, but I, I like the series. But before we move on to other games here, um, I I've criticized them for having a lot of games that were previously announced another. Uh, presentations like Mario and Ravage Spark of Hope which we'll get to right now. Mario Party Mm -hmm. actually looks really cool uh, but I'll get to that right now. I'll get to that right now. Hold on I'll get to that right now. Um, But one thing I really really liked was that 2021, 2021, 2021.
0: Yep everything. Well I know except two things. Except two things. Literally it was only two things. It was like
1: almost a complete reverse of Microsoft. They had a couple things 2022 most of it was 2021. Microsoft had a couple things 2021. Most of it 2022, 2023. So I really, really like that. That's why I'm hesitant to get tough on them because it's it's unfair. If Nintendo wanted to say, okay, well we're gonna show you nothing but 2022 and two, 2023 stuff, then this their presentation would have been even more hype. Like, oh my god, the, you know, Bayonetta, Metroid Four, but like they could have really done the the Sony thing. Mm-hmm. You know, showing you Final Fantasy VII five years before it releases. They they didn't right. They 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 stuck to mostly 2021, and I can't really you know. while there was some stuff missing. I I can't I can't shit on them for that after shitting on Microsoft for doing the opposite.
0: Yeah, I'll give them that that um, part, not, that part of me liked. So anything that I was looking at that I found that I liked, I was like, oh cool, 2021. Yeah, and
1: speaking of games that got announced at other presentations. The coolest one for me, really, and it looks absolutely fantastic, is Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Yes. I absolutely love the first game. This one looks even more bonkers. I used to hate the rabbits, but the way they present the rabbits in the Mario universe is really awesome. You know, Rosalina Rabbit looks freaking cool. Peach Rabbit is, like, my favorite character. Yeah, it looks
0: like they said they're actually changing how you move around the environment. It's more free-roaming, how you can walk around.
1: It it is.
0: Oh, no, see, I almost thought they said that's how they wanted to change up the strategic uh, way you move around the environment, is giving you more freedom to actually pick wherever you want to stop. I wonder if they want to get from the XCOM comparison, because, you know, they kind
1: of... It kind of but they put the the Mario Universe uh, wrapper over XCOM gameplay, let's
0: be real. But yet somehow created a great game, like a really good game that a lot of people were actually looking down upon originally.
1: Look, if you take the XCOM formula and polish it in the Mario Universe, I mean, absolutely it looks freaking great. How can it not, right? And I didn't criticize him for that. Like, you know, why why wouldn't you take a great idea and um, iterate on it? But... You know, they're, they're, it looks like they want to kind of um, do their own thing a little bit more. Um, and as long as it's still the same great game, pfft, I don't care. Why not? It still looks like it's amazing. You know, the music is still going to be done um, by, what's his name? Um, I actually didn't um, remember the name, but
0: I do know he said he was honored to do another boy, one.
1: Boy, Kirk, 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 Kirkhoff, I forgot his name. Um, the The rare composer... Who, who did
0: you know perfect dark golden uh oh so Identity i Kong okay 64. that's why it was a big deal why they mentioned him because he said he was happy to do another um oh dude he's, he's amazing yeah. he did the banjo
1: kasui i mean uh grand kirkhoff Kirk, i think something like that but he is amazing 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 one of my favorite composers although yeah i know I'm, my bad memory <laughs> but still he is freaking amazing what else do we got here i, I i'm gonna leave Something well, I'm gonna leave two games for last. So, and I think you know which ones, oh, right? Yeah. So, before we get to these two games, this okay, Advance Wars, man, Advance Wars. Now, I'm super excited that Advance Wars. I did, did I men- you mentioned, I mentioned the last the episode? Last you podcast, said you said right? why
0: don't why don't we get like another Advance Wars at least? Uh, you have-
1: <laughs> I don't want to bitch about it too much because we got it. Nintendo gave it to me, but unfortunately, I have already played them on the um, Game Boy Advance. Part, you know, it's the Advanced Wars 1 and 2. Reboot camp. Uh, reboot yeah. camp. It looks nice. And, I do like you it. you know, though. it it look the, the animated sequences look really cool for the powers. But the 3D stuff looks a little bit generic You know, a little bit Unity Engine sort of, you know, kind of... It, it looks kind of basic a little bit. So, hopefully, they kind of spruce it up a little bit more. Add more character somewhat to the 3D but graphics. It's, it's got a but ways again, to go. It comes out,
0: like, end of the year. Look...
1: Joseph, for you, I if you have not played these games, dude, absolutely fucking amazing games, man. For me I've been told. I played them already. I'm not sure if I want to go back and replay a hundred a hundred hours or whatever of two you know, each game's like, you know, it's pretty damn long. I mean they're jo- Joseph, these games are crack. Absolute freaking rock, man. Like they will hook you like crazy. I remember I had a um a friend of mine who's a Nintendo hater, especially at the time, fierce Nintendo hater. He he got a hold of this game. He borrowed my uh, Game Boy Advance. He didn't give it back for months, he or, or weeks at least. He he put like two hundred hours, three hundred hours. On. It is insane. This game stole his life for a period. Wow! So I know it was like that. I recommend that these games. They're amazing. Um, Cruising Blast got love. Cr- I, I love the Cruising I, games. I have to I've say, always it looks, said it. it they in... were one of my favorite franchise. Right? Haven't I always said that? Haven't I always defended the Cruisin oh series? Oh my Joseph? god.
0: <laughs> yeah, you you've been you've <laughs> been a, a champion of the Cruisin franchise. Co- especially ab- that Absolutely. That special one we talked about last time. Good sir, I defended his
1: honor. I have no no regrets. And um, you know, Mario Party Superstars was pretty cool, although I'm kind of bummed that man, they spent 2 years without updating the last Mario Party. Yeah. They could have added some of this stuff like I wouldn't mind if they added Super Nintendo boards, DLC, no, you know, do you, 599. Do you not feel whatever, what like. happened though?
0: I almost felt that they pushed out Mario Party and they probably did it without thinking too much. I get the feeling that I almost get there was like a divide that maybe they had two teams working on something and one finished first or whatever and then they were just kind of like oh it's not as that great and they were like oh let's just focus on making the other one and i'm wondering if that is why they didn't update you know what i'm saying i'm wondering if that is why they did not do much for Mario party i'm wondering if just because they already had maybe passed it on for something else and i guess this was it i think they
1: updated the last game to include online multiplayer for the boards mm-hmm. So, because they knew they were going to announce this and people are going to be freaking pissed. They're like, really? You're making us buy a new game. A new game mm. to play online multiplayer with the yeah, board. I mean, I think shitty. it looks better. It does look better, in my opinion, than uh Sumon The last party. game is really fun. Yeah, this one looks really cool. And anyth- look, those N64 Mario uh, Party games are absolutely legit. They're amazing. They're, they're the, some of the best in the series, especially part two and three. Some of the best in the series. So, for them going back to the well... With those games but like the graphics are stunning i know it's weird saying that for a mario Kart, i mean a mario party game because actually those graphics were pretty bad back in the day <laughs> you know the characters were super blocky the boards were blurry even for n64 standards the graphics weren't great um but you know the the graphical updates and and getting cherry picking from some of the best games in the series like mini games that's pretty cool. Like, I might dip in this game if I had people to play with. Oh yeah. But yeah. So all right, let's let's get to the heavy hitters, right? Oh yeah. The, these Joseph, I know everybody was waiting for these games, right? Is would you agree
0: with me? Oh, definitely. That everybody and was waiting but they, for these two. Nintendo did an odd thing this time, though. They um, they straight up kind of told you before actually yeah. showing them.
1: Well. Okay, so let, let me uh let me tell the people what games. Okay, Austria Ascending and Two Point Campus. I think those games were like
0: no. Re- I knew you were like this. He's pulling my leg here. I'm like he's totally doing that.
1: I'm like okay, yeah, of yeah, course. I'm yeah. talking about Metroid Dread, not Metroid Four Prime, not Metroid uh, Prime Four,
0: but Metroid
1: Dread. Officially Dread official has been
0: Metroid Five. That's what they officially it is. Yeah,
1: which is funny cuz they kind they kind of pulled like a sly one. They're like Metroid 5, but they didn't use the dread title until later because that's like a rumor title, like a, a rumored Metroid title for like well, ever actually, now. Well, actually actually
0: no, it's not even a rumored um Metroid title. It is actually a thing that was inputted into the Metroid Prime games in actual lore. Um oddly enough Oh, really? like, oh okay. it was it was um it was almost like teases in Metroid Prime and I believe Metroid Prime 3, there are little mentionings of a Metroid Dread. Funny enough, in actual database entries. And so a lot of people theorized that it were little hints at a a particular game that they were going to make. But that was like 15 years ago. So... And he even said it was an idea so, that he's had for 15 years.
1: So this is kind of like a sequel. Not a, a a sequel, like a direct sequel. No, actually, it's a direct but sequel to Metroid Return. In, in the sense... No, no, no. Uh, what, I, what I meant is... You know the uh, 3DS game? Was it oh, uh, Metroid oh, Return? Returns?
0: Yeah, that's just a remake, technically. So. Yeah,
1: Samus Return. Yeah, yeah, the, the remake. This is... What I mean by sequel, I mean in the sense that it's the same studio. Oh, okay. Um, the same art style... The same mechanics with the parry system, like this is a, you know, it's not the a direct sequel to that game as far as the story, etc. But it, it might as well be because it's just is is uh, continuing, the you know the same style gameplay, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well,
0: a proper term we like to use that is a successor. It is a successor to Samus Returns, but it's a direct sequel to Metroid Fusion. Yeah, didn't I say that? That's what I said. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, that's what you said. Catch up, catch up, catch up, all right, catch up. But I would say that for me, when they first said Metroid 5, and they straight up, as I said, they kind of just straight up told you, like, hey, we're working on Metroid Prime 4, but we've got a new Metroid game in the 2D genre, like, to show off to you. Like, they straight up, like, told you. They
1: had to make sure that they mentioned that they were, like, don't worry, we're still working on it. Put your pitchforks and, and torches away. We're still working on this game. But in the meantime, here's a nice little appetizer, and now the graphics were underwhelming. I'm gonna say it straight up, uh, graphics were. I underwhelming. would actually say here's no, the- no. Well, I mean, it looked on. It looked on the first for Switch. It looked underwhelming. It didn't look like a triple A
0: title. It looked more like allow an me indie. to make an argument. Allow me to make an argument. Oh boy! So of course the trailer when they first showed it off, there is this weird haze that they have when she sees the Emmy. And I've actually looked at actual gameplay footage from the Treehouse Direct, that Haze is not there, unless you go into a room that has the Emmy inside it. And so it's kind of strange. So the trailer, not only was I watching it streaming, which did lower the quality, but I've actually looked at the Treehouse Direct videos. Oh, it looks way nicer. I kid you not. Like, it, it's kind of weird to say it's because I was a little underwhelmed by it, too. And I did watch the videos where they actually showed direct footage and it's a lot better than you think. Yes, what I say is it like top tier, no. It's not top tier, but based on how the art style has a very clean aesthetic and how it is running at 60 frames a second, which I do appreciate, Um, I actually, when I saw the direct live videos, I'm actually okay with it because I actually really do think the videos look much better if you watch an actual video of the gameplay. But every time you go well, into I, I, I it, looking... I hate the fact that they do put a kind of haze when you're in a room with an Emmy it kind of puts this kind of weird um film grain and unfortunately that film grain does not do that type of graphics any justice um it actually kind of yeah hurts it's it. not
1: it, it's so. not a bad looking game it's just you know it's not
0: a technical marvel either, it isn't, you know but I'm, it, I'm okay with it for a 2d medford game I'm totally fine with it
1: yeah no look this is this is a weird argument to make am I okay with it yeah does it still look nice? Yeah, but they didn't pull up all the stops. Like, they, they could have made a just absolutely drop-dead gorgeous um, 2D Metroid well, here. I mean, really put up all the stops. Kind of like, um, you know, Ori and the Blind Forest, how they kind of go all out. And they just make a drop-dead gorgeous 2D game. But instead, they kind of said, no, nah, we're, you know, we're going to make an okay, nice-looking game. But it's not pushing the Switch in any way at all, it's it's almost more like a budget release, kind of like a twenty dollars metric. No,
0: well, that, I, my opinion yeah. is going to be going be. Uh, okay, for me, I'll put it this way: uh, Yeast Eight, right? Yeast Eight, does it look anything? And hell, Yeast Nine, we're on Yeast Nine. Does Yeast Nine look anything like what you expect to see in two thousand twenty-one? And I think I know why. There are some developers. That's different. No, let me finish. There are some developers... Made by Nintendo? No. Let me finish. Let me finish. No, no. Nintendo Nintendo has the budget and resources. But Nintendo, though, does do a very particular thing that every now and then kind of hurts it. Every now and then. There are some companies that they basically forego graphical improvements for long amounts of time because they spend more of their time on either gameplay mechanics or getting certain things right and to feel a certain way. Now, technically, this is Mercury Steam. Mercury Steam actually has a very good penchant for making graphic-related things, but one thing I did notice is usually their stuff usually took a hit a couple times when they focused on graphics over gameplay. Not to say that their games are bad. Their games are actually pretty good, but there's something always missing in their games um, a little bit when they play. They're a great company, but there's always something a bit missing when they make the games, and I could slightly... I could give it a slight leeway, only for the reason that I do know that it could just be that their focus wasn't 100% visuals. Because funny enough, the guy said that the reason why he held off the idea of Metroid Dread for the longest time, I forget his name, but he's been in the Metroid franchise forever, he's always wanted to do a sequel to Metroid Fusion, but he said that the he felt the technology wasn't there to do some of the stuff he wanted. And, in my opinion, it's mostly due to the fact of how the gameplay mechanics work in that game. Like, most of the animations and the way they use the camera, the way the Emmy moves, the way everything is paced, I would say certain effects in it are lacking, but based on the amount of attention to detail on just animations alone and what they're trying to accomplish might have taken more precedence because that's what he wanted for the technology currently right now. So. That's the only leeway I can give it. Could I say that? Yeah, they could have like thrown way more people into developing this. Probably. But who knows? Probably a ton of it's been worked on Metro Prime 4. So you never know.
1: I just think it looks okay.
0: For all where I am actually... I'm digging the art style though. She has probably one of the coolest outfits she's had in a long time. So I'm it, digging it, the art style. It,
1: like, it's, you know, it's like Mario Odyssey is a really nice looking game. And, so, and, and if it came out and it, and it looked okay, it's like, well, you know... They focused on the gameplay and they really want to focus on the gameplay and, you know, it it just looks okay. I mean, you know, like, yeah, granted the Switch isn't the most powerful system, but, you know, I've played enough Switch games to know when it it could do more. Now, okay, now look.
0: Hold on, quickly moving into that one little segment. I'm going to jump on this really quickly since you mentioned that. (laughs) Yeah, every single Switch rumor completely thoughts on it possibly being shown off before e3 being shown off at e3 being released around october that completely went there was not even a mention not even a thing in regards to a switch pro it was literally dead on arrival in this Nintendo. Oh, uh,
1: I I didn't mention the Switch Pro because it, it wasn't worth the time. Uh, no one in their right mind thought there was oh, a Switch Pro Rumble. announcement Ding in the C 3 Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. No, no not not at all. Anyway I think I even said that in my lap po- in my la-
0: in the last podcast. No, no. There's no way in hell. You don't get me wrong, you no were you hell. were basically on the opposing side of it. Um so unfortunately <laughs> that's one lunch. Easiest lunch I've ever had. Oh whatever but I'm just saying, okay, I'm just saying now, that since you mentioned, oh, well, because this is a Switch, part of me is kind of like, uh oh, well, got to address that small little caveat that we talked about last episode, so.
1: Yeah. Now, let's talk about a game that actually did have a budget. this <laughs> Jerk. And and pro- the biggest game, bar none, the biggest game um, of Nintendo's Direct, and none other than Breath
0: of the Wild uh, 2. Well, no, you know, wait, wait. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. to the Breath of the Wild. the I'm just making that joke because they mentioned that. They mentioned that. They said, eh, it's normal that people call Breath of the Wild 2. We we just call it the sequel, to Breath of the Wild. And they did say they're they're now, keeping the subtitle hidden for now.
1: Uh, uh, oddly enough, the first thing that came to mind when the trailer started is, huh, now this is how uh, Skyward Sword should have looked like. <laughs> the remaster. <laughs> um, but oh well, it it is it shall never be. Because look, when Link was falling uh, through the sky. It was. Beautiful. Um skyward sword style it was absolutely those freaking those gorgeous. clouds man i don't know and what technique
0: I, they're using but it was gorgeous to look at
1: i'm telling you this is i swear to god this is what the freaking skyward sword remaster should have looked like and that opening sequence when he's falling through the sky but uh yeah it was not it was not to be it was not to be but anyways th- the you could all ob- you could tell the obvious improvements from the wii game the the Wii U game drew through this one, which is, you know, those clouds look st- I mean, Nintendo's art direction, man. It's beautiful. Their art direction. That game looked more stunning than some of those Xbox Series X games. Now I know people's minds are, have just exploded. Because like, oh my god, it's a Switch game. Dude, How dude the actually, can you say I got that?
0: from seeing that though, I got a big gravity I got a big Gravity Rush 2 vibe seeing that graphics. A little and, and uh, Well, I got a Skyward game. Sword. No, no, I, I meant, I meant the graphical, prize, I meant graphical, the graphical look of the- Yes, yes, you know, you're right, through, down, the, through the clouds. Because gra- Gravity Rush has a very similar uh, cell shade and how that looks, so.
1: Remember, uh, your brother and I were having this discussion about Breath of the Wild looking more stunning than some Xbox um, X games or whatever, mm. right? This is, this is what I meant, the art direction, that art direction with that sunset, those clouds, those floating islands and uh, you know that you could obviously get to using some mechanic i mean dude this game was just freaking stunning man just gorgeous gorgeous so you know i I mean they didn't show off a whole lot Uh, the music was kind of weird although they're doing that playing the music in reverse thing to kind of i think it fits the theme i think there's some kind of theme as far as reversing time or or something like that. i think so based on the raindrop, they hit the 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 raindrop kind of going back up. Yeah, and then him
0: actually reversing, you can actually, his powers, he can reverse actually the uh, path of uh, objects now.
1: Yeah, I just didn't like the music. Uh, I hope that, you know, the last game, Breath of the Wild game, one of the biggest disappointments of that game is the music was very much lacking compared to previous entries in the series. Well,
0: I actually, um, um, I mean, I don't know. Well, oh, for me, God, no, no, for here, me, here you go. This isn't a defense. This isn't a, uh, uh, a thing. No, this ain't a defense. I actually really, really liked Breath of the Wild's music because one I do I whoa, didn't whoa, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. no 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 I gotta stop you right, right there I never said I didn't like it mm-hmm. well no I'm saying I'm I said saying, I'm it on lacked the... music well no I would say I'm actually on the opposite fence of that where I don't feel it did at all I actually don't feel it did at all for me it absolutely did mm, No, look. For me. Dude, let me tell for you for me it was perfect no, no, no. it was well, perfect n- amount of music n- 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 well okay
1: look look The Legend of Zelda <laughs> when you think of a Karina Time mm-hmm. you think of the music yeah you think of link to the past the music you think of link link's awakening the music mm-hmm. you think of the original the music the second game had great music right majora's mask twilight princess hell even skyward sword had amazing music right mm-hmm. you think of Breath of the wild and very few people other than yourself very few people We'll think of the music. Well, was it odd? Yeah. Listen, I, was, did it drive I, the point I enjoyed, home of the Breath of the Wild I aspect? The, yeah. I just,
0: it was just missing music now
1: for me, in a lot for of me places, man. So, me, I just man.
0: put it this way. I enjoyed the direction that they put. Yes, would I say, what I've liked, maybe, like, a music on the title screen, which, don't get me wrong, I feel like they stopped doing that ever since Skyward Sword, which I wish they wouldn't. I wish they wouldn't, that they had kept the whole intro. Every intro had, like, a music and a little, like, movie, like Ocarina of Time wind waker uh twilight princess uh all those games even hell uh the ds games right phantom hourglass spirit tracks all have really great openings with music yes in my opinion that is absolutely i always love it when they do that i'm sad that they stopped doing that ever since skyward sword it was actually one of the biggest things i noticed when i turned on the game I'm like oh they didn't have that thing now breath of the wild did a similar thing I know it's they're going simpler, but yes. In my opinion, that is the only thing I disliked was the the having an intro song. That is the only thing I feel I disliked. But for Breath of the Wild, it's hard to describe it. I could go on a whole video on this. I'll just basically say because of how it was handled, I had no problem with it. I dude I really enjoyed the music in it. Um but yeah, I, I could do fill a whole video on it. I'll just say, yeah, I enjoyed the direction. Alright, well. I don't l- feel l-
1: there we go. Let's get back let, let's get back to Breath of the Wild yes. 2. I hope it has more music. um well, I mean he does the producers.
0: The producer's known to actually, as I said, listen to a lot of little quibbles here and there and complaints. And hell, he improved a lot from Skyward Sword to this, so I'm sure they'll probably have more music.
1: You know, again, the the trailer was actually it was not the epic trailer that the original game had. Mm. Um while wow, it was stunning visually. It just didn't give you that whole, you know, it just wasn't the same kind of epic trailer. Again, the music was kind of, like, funky. God, I hope it, that's not the music throughout the whole game, but it was kind of funky. But, you know, the game just, I, the trailer um, pulled off. It did what it needed to do, which is get me super hyped for that game. It just looks, it, it looked amazing. I want to play that game right now.
0: Curious on the fact of how they're going to incorporate being able to traverse the whole original world. That it seems like they're adding new things to the original world, but then they're adding this whole extra layer. And I'm curious to, as to why. Well, so,
1: like, since they copied, since they copied Avatar, maybe you could um, tame a, a dragon, and then ride your dragon up how into the. the hell! School. They copy oh, Avatar. In, what, in what way did they copy Avatar? <laughs> Anyways. Oh, dude, you fell right for the trap. I mean, come Whatever. on. Whatever. They did not copy um, Avatar. Oh, okay. All right. All right. You're. Right. You know what? I'm sorry. This is the second time I. I do this not copied since they were inspired by avatar and some of the, that movie's art direction. Um, you know, I, I, I was kind of joking, but if, if you do have some kind of Skyloff type bird where you could get there now, I, I'm not sure if you will, because they showed that mechanic where you kind of warp mm. through like under the island and up into the surface. But if there was a way to fly up, it would be really cool. Uh, I wouldn't mind, you know, Kind of Xeno, um, Xenoblade Chronic, no, Xenoblade X mm-hmm. kind of, um, scale. Yvonne's you know, favorite
0: game. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause if you think, now, this is probably where you could kind of see the monolith, uh, influence. Because if you think about it, uh, Xenoblade Chronic, uh, Xenoblade X had a similar thing where it had all those floating platforms in the air that you
0: could get to once you got the scale. Mm-hmm. That's true, actually. I mean, they have some pretty big things in there. I did wish. That the trailer was just a bit more. Um, I was excited to see it. I it's, it's almost like this was a tease. It really was. If they didn't already tease us, this was officially the big gameplay tease. Where they actually show you gameplay. But it was a tease nonetheless.
1: Yeah, and if we criticize Microsoft for its kind of short Halo story... Um, trailer, then we absolutely got to knock Nintendo uh, for the same there's
0: thing. Only I, I, for, oh, wait, wait. There's only one big difference. Wait, There's one big difference that I'll give the, you. The Nintendo I don't know. Defender no, 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 no. here. I only give one on big, difference yeah. big difference here. Is, okay. uh, the big difference here is... It's Zelda. I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, The big difference here is that I didn't see any <laughs> gameplay. <laughs> I didn't see any gameplay. No, you, you nailed no, it. No, for, for it, Halo. You nailed
1: it. The biggest difference here is the Zelda versus Whatever. Halo. Come okay, fine. I will say I am
0: more interested in Zelda than Halo, so yes, there's a bit of a pass on that, but... But one caveat I can mention is at least I got to see gameplay, like actual gameplay, like it wasn't just you know Link talking to a a, a monk and him explaining all of the weird things happening to him and then j- him jumping down in the sky and then that it's that's it. That that's literally if I were to make a Zelda trailer like Halo, it'd be Link talking to a monk about his newfound powers and then him jumping out of it down to the sky. End trailer.
1: I actually think you nailed it the first time. I'm going to actually use your, you know, I mean, I think you nailed it, really, because Halo. No, 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 I'm not. I'm I'm being honest. Let me explain myself. Halo, right? I I wasn't a a huge fan of Halo 4, and I wasn't a huge fan of Halo 5. I'm not a huge fan of 343's Halo, right? I'm a huge fan of Bungie's Halo. Mm -hmm. So even though I'm excited, kind of, for Halo Infinite, I'm kind of not, too, because I, I saw that multiplayer. I'm like, oh, God, here, here. this is not the multiplayer that I loved, right? The single-player game, it looks... Uh, I want to see more, but again, I didn't like the single-player that much from from Halo 4 and kind of what I played from Halo 5 a little bit, although I, I I need to go back and...
0: Yeah, but they didn't even show you what it would even be like in the Halo yeah. campaign, yeah. if it would even feel but, Bungie-like, so...
1: Yeah, but my, my point is that this is a game that I'm trying to be excited. They had two pre- previous entries from another studio that I didn't enjoy um, as much as the earlier entries. Mm. Now Zelda is a is this is the sequel to a game that is one of my favorite games of all time mm-hmm. by the same development team. So you weren't far far off where you could criticize both trailers for for the same thing, but yet I'm giving Zelda way more leeway. Because it has I a, know proven, this game is a proven track record
0: basically already.
1: Absolutely, because the last fucking game was great. Now, if Halo 5 was fucking amazing and the multiplayer was fucking amazing, then I would be like, yeah, you know, they didn't show a lot, but I don't give a shit. It's Halo, I'm excited. But you know, this the Halo had way more to prove than Zelda. That's true. You no, know, Zelda. No, you're gave right us actually because for us to be like, yeah. You're right,
0: because Nintendo, as I said, is very good at that whole, you know, show very little. Unless you have something really good to show. And it's kind of funny because, you know, Halo had the little snafu of being showed off and people critiquing the hell out of it, right? And then they're like, oh, we're delaying it. So it does have more to prove. With Breath of the Wild, they were like, hey, two years ago, they're like, hey, we're coming out with a sequel. You know, look forward to it. And now they show it off and people are like, yes, finally. You know, they don't really have much to prove. They're like, we're giving, we're going to give you an amazing experience and we will show you more. When we, you know, get closer to release. So, and yeah, that yeah. that and uh, Mario & Rapids is literally the only two games that said 2022. Like, that I thought was impressive.
1: Yeah, and, you know, and Halo Infinite is the sequel to a very divisive game. Mm. Uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 is the sequel to one of the greatest games ever made Yeah, in the history of games. I, I can't so, deny that. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, yeah, well, look, I'm biased. I'm a Nintendo fan. I'm also a huge Halo fan. You know that. Oh yeah. I'm, I've always been a huge. Now, is do I like Halo more than Zelda? No, but but you just Zelda you're just, just has having to, right Unfortunately,
0: now. you're under still what they call, you're in the caution train still with uh, Halo. But with Zelda, you're on the whole like super look, excited, like it, nothing to lose. Look, if it train was right Bungie now.
1: developing Halo Infinite, I would be way more excited. Mm. I just don't think, three four three studios has nailed Halo. The way that uh, the uh, Coalition has uh, mostly nailed Gears of War, right? Now, I could tell that their Gears of War games are different um, from the Epic Gears of War games. I could still tell their that that kind of voice of Kerman is like, ah, yeah, there's something a little different. But in, in this case, they made it their own and they're still pretty damn good games, right? Mm-hmm. In the case of Halo, Halo 4, and Halo 5... <sighs> they're not they're way too different like they lost me yeah Are like they outside looking yeah like look you see them again you see the kermit muppet yeah looks like the same shit right you you hear the voice yeah yeah it sounds like kermit but true like longtime fans know that that guy that ain't jim henson oh, you yeah. know and, and 343 they ain't bungee man
0: well i mean so quickly i guess you could say the bullet point some of the stuff we talked about um, I would say if, if you want to give a rating to Nintendo... Ugh, maybe I'm a bit biased on this in some cases. Um, just for the reason that they showed Metroid Dread and, and Breath of the Wild 2. I would give it an 8. <clears throat> um, only for the reason that they brought back a lot of... They brought back quite a few franchises. Advanced Wars, WarioWare, a 2D Metroid game, and they showed off Breath of the Wild 2. And we talked about it. They could literally show off any of the things we mentioned, and they would be fine. Um, but... <clears throat> I did feel a couple things were missing. I do owe you another lunch because Bayonetta 3 was not there, not even a mention. Uh so I get some feeling they want to show it off later.
1: You should probably listen to me more often, Joseph. W- wi- wisdom,
0: whatever.
1: I have, I have tons of. I mean, just you know.
0: I even wanted Xenoblade too. You should take too. advantage so of my Xenoblade. wisdom
1: here. Yeah, I give, I give him an eight too. Huh, I give him yeah, an eight.
0: I'd say I'd give him an eight. I, I just, I really do wish that they showed more wows wow factors like maybe a xenoblade teaser just a teaser but i i get the i get this feeling that now that they showed off breath of the wild 2 and now they show off metroid i noticed that they have taken it upon themselves to shower people with metroid dread news they're going like big and i meant big on they had a developer interview with the guy a whole six minute video talking about the development of metroid dread They've had the whole website is up and running. They've got pre-orders ready. A collector's edition is coming. An Amiibo is coming. Like, they are going hardcore on the Metroid Dread news. And I'm happy because it comes out in October. So, for me, I'm very excited that Nintendo has this thing where they're like, hey, next game in three months from now. They just love doing that. July, August, September, October. Like, hey, three months from now, new game. They love doing that. I actually really like it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, I I again, I feel like it, they this could have been this is the irony here. This could have been a 9 or 10 if they would have done that whole we're going to show more 2002 uh 22 games, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to show Bayo 3 coming 20 uh 2020 uh 22 Mario Odyssey 2 coming 2023. Zero Blade Chronicles you know, 3. Xenoblade Chronicles coming next year like imagine if they would have... Just the, those things that we mentioned would have made this close to a 10 for us because we're big Nintendo nerds. But, you know, they, they kept it conservative. I mean, we know this. this. This has been their MO for the last couple of years. They're very conservative. And they're very laser focused. They're very, very laser focused. Yeah, and they give you directs. Yeah, and they give you directs. that are oh my God, if you just added this, this, and this, it could have been a 9 or a 10. It's but like we're asking Nintendo's Nintendo like, to tease
0: nah. us. Isn't that weird? We're like, please tease us, Yeah, and, and they... And they, they they tell us, too. They're
1: like, yo, keep your expectations uh in check. We're only going to do 2021 games. And then we're still disappointed that they didn't give us more, even though they told us they weren't going to give us more. But for, you know, if Microsoft, I give them an 8 because of the Game Pass, I'm giving Nintendo an 8 because uh, a lot of these games are coming this yeah, year. Yeah, I'm giving. I, it's,
0: it's funny. I'm being a little harsh on Microsoft only because even though they have a ridiculous amount of games that are coming to game pass including some coming out soon i just didn't feel i just didn't feel i didn't feel they took advantage of what they could have done i i just kind of feel like they could have done a home run they didn't um and i just wasn't and i felt there they they ended they ended their showcase with such a whimper that unfortunately i'm just like i'm sorry like i'd have to give it a seven but nintendo as i said nintendo was Lakers are focused there were only a couple things I was really interested in. Metro Dread was the big one, though. And Breath of Wild 2 was, you know, a big thing. So I would give them an 8.
1: Yeah, and, you know, overall, I was just happy to have E3 back. I was happy to hear about games again. I was happy to see more Nintendo games. I was happy to see more Microsoft games. I was just, in general, while it could, it could have been a stronger E3, especially with Sony not there, I actually think that this is... Um, a good sign moving forward, you know, a sign of some normalcy again, a sign of, you know, like just things kind of getting back to normal somewhat. So while uh, somewhat underwhelming in some ways, it was still really exciting. And I actually can't wait to see what they're going to have later in the year uh, when there's another direct, another state of play. You know, I'm kind of uh, I'm, I'm excited again about uh, the games and, and the game industry and and, and, and e three was overall a success in my book especially for these two uh,
0: companies definitely so yeah i feel like we have just is just plenty to look forward to completely this year absolutely
1: We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Modern Retrospect. We release new episodes every week on a variety of video game topics, as well as having game-specific episodes along with other surprises. We hope you stay tuned. You
0: can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everything else. If you enjoy our ramblings, please feel free to subscribe, rate us, or leave a message through email, social media, or voice so we can hear your feedback on today's topic, or any topic for that matter. If you want more retro hits and modern bits, just hop on back. You have a good one.
1: I give this episode an (laughs) 8. Bye, everyone.